Hello and welcome to the Gospel of R.A.K. Today we are going to be talking about the Bible being the Word of God. The summary is, scientific facts revealed before they scientifically were verified, as well as fulfilled prophecies, give undisputable proof that the Bible is true, as if to say, is the Word of God. The first undisputable proof that the Bible is the Word of God, as if to say, is true, is that it reveals facts that man could not prove until hundreds of years after the Bible was written. For instance, Isaiah 40, verse 22, It is he that sits upon the globe of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as locusts, he that stretches out the heavens as nothing, and spreads them out as a tent to dwell in. Also, referencing Job chapter 9, verse 8, Isaiah 42, 5, 44.24, and Zechariah 12.1. Stretch definition is to spread or reach out, expand, to draw out in length or breadth. Spread definition is to stretch, force, or push apart, to cover something with, to scatter over a surface. Globe definition, a ball or sphere, earth, or a spherical representation of the earth. Fact number one, most people thought that the Earth was flat, and that if they sailed too far out to sea, they would fall off the end of the Earth. Some, however, thought it was round. Among them were Columbus and Ferdinand Magellan. It was completion of Magellan's voyage around the world in 1522 AD that finally proved that the Earth was round. This was hundreds of years after God had declared it in the Bible. Today, scientists know that the universe is stretching out or expanding. Just as God had said at Isaiah 40.22, hundreds of years before it was known to be so. Job 26.7 He stretches out the north over the empty space, and hangs the earth upon nothing. Hang definition is to fasten to an elevated point without support from below, to remain stationary in the air. Note, today we know indeed that the earth does not hang from anything and is not stationary in the air. Rather, it is in constant motion and is held in an orbit about the sun by gravitational forces. Once again, God declared this fact hundreds of years before scientists finally discovered it. The second undisputable proof that the Bible is the word of God is fulfilled prophecy. There are many, but as an example, see the article Science Speaks, which represents eight prophecies which were fulfilled by Jesus and estimates the probability or chance of any one man fulfilling all eight at 1 times 10 to the 17th power or 100 million times 1 billion. The prophecy definition, or prophecy definition is the inspired utterance of a prophet or a prediction. Probability, something probable, a measure of how often a particular event will occur. Probable, likely to be or become true or real chance the likelihood of a particular outcome in a uncertain situation probability so i'm going to pull up this article here that my grandfather gave me quite a while ago but the name of this article is science speaks it's scientific proof of the accuracy of prophecy and the bible by peter w stoner and robert c newman Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. That's John 5.39. The word scriptures in this passage refers to the Old Testament. Christ is saying that in the Old Testament we will find the prophecies referring to himself. 
If we find these prophecies to be fulfilled in Christ, we will establish not only that Christ is the Messiah predicted in the Old Testament, but that those prophecies were given by God himself. We consider the following eight prophecies. But you, Bethlehem, though you be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall be come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. And that's Micah 5.2, referencing Matthew 2, verse 1. Um, one uh, their question is, one man in how many the world over has been born in Bethlehem? So, one man in 2.8 times 10 to the 8th power was born in Bethlehem. 2. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. That's Malachi 3.1, referencing Matthew 11.12. Our question here is, of the men who have been born in Bethlehem, one man and how many has had a forerunner to prepare his way? Referring to John the Baptist, we will use this estimate as 1 in 10 to the 8th power. Rejoice greatly, this is number 3, O daughter of Zion, shout, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold your king cometh unto you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon a colt, the foal of an ass, which is Zechariah 9.9. 9. Our question then is, one man and how many who was born in Bethlehem and had a forerunner did enter Jerusalem as a king riding on a colt, the foal of an ass? They agreed to place an estimate of one in ten to the eighth power. We will use 1 in 10 to the 8th power. 4, and 1 shall say unto him, What are those wounds in your hands? Then he will answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. And that's Zechariah 13.6, referencing Matthew 27.31. Christ, um, I'm sorry, we may, then, we may then ask the question, One man in how many the world over has been betrayed by a friend? And that betrayal has resulted in his being wounded in his hands. And I said unto them, If ye think good, give me my price, and if not, forbear. So they weighed for my price thirty pieces of silver. That's Zechariah 11.12, also found in referencing Matthew, Matthew 26.63. The question here is very simple. Of the people who have been betrayed, one in how many has been betrayed for exactly thirty pieces of silver? Um, we will use one in ten to the third. And the Lord said unto me, Cast it unto the potter, a goodly price that I was prized at of them. And I took the thirty pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. That's Zechariah 11.13, um, referencing Matthew 27.3-5. Our question is, one man in how many, after receiving a bribe for the betrayal of a friend, had returned the money, had it refused, had it thrown on the floor in the house of the Lord, and then had it used to purchase a field from the potter. So, we use the estimate as 1 to 10 to the 5th. 7. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. That's Isaiah 53, 7, referencing Matthew 26, 63. One man in how many, after fulfilling the above prophecies, when he is oppressed and afflicted and is on trial for his life, though innocent, will make no defense for himself. So they used one in ten to the third. Number eight, for dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They pierce my hands and my feet. And this is in Psalms, it looks like 2117, I think they must have uh, written, wrote, uh, 
wrong in this article. Um, you'd have to look at that yourself, but it looks like either 22.16 or 21.17. Also, referencing Matthew 27.12-23. through 23. So our question is, one man and how many from the time of David on has been crucified? So they get to 1 and 10 to the 4th, which they will use. If these estimates are considered fair, one man and how many the world over will fulfill, will fulfill all eight prophecies. This question can be answered by applying our principles of probability. In other words, by multiplying all of our estimates together, or 1 and 2.8 times 10 to the 5th, 3rd, 2nd, 3rd, 3rd, 5th, 3rd, and 4th. This gives 1 in 2 times 8 times I'm sorry, 1 in 2.8 times 10 to the 28th, where 28 means that we have 28 ciphers following the 2.8. Let us simply, I'm sorry, simplify and reduce the number, and it's reduced to 1 in 10 to the 28th. By dividing these two numbers, we find that the chance that any man might have lived down to the present time and fulfilled all eight prophecies is 1 in 10 to the 17th power. Let us try to visualize this chance. Suppose that we take 10 to the 17th power silver dollars and lay them on the face of Texas. They will cover all of the state two feet deep. Now mark one of these silver dollars and stir the whole mass thoroughly all over the state. Blindfold a man and tell him that he can travel as far as he wishes, but he must pick up one silver dollar and say, this is the right one. What chance would he have of getting the right one? Just the same chance that the prophets would have had of writing these eight prophecies and having them all come true in any one man from their day to the present time, providing they wrote them in their own wisdom. That is, uh, it's not chance. It's really not chance. And I think that's the last page I actually have for this. So what we have to realize is the chance that Jesus wasn't Jesus is impossible. It's 1 in 10 to the 17th power. Like he's saying, you could spread out silver dollars over the face of Texas. It would be two feet deep. You'd have one man travel anywhere in it and find the single one that would be the right one. No chance. No chance. And how many prophets did this? How many prophecies are there not even considering these eight? There's at least, uh, there's dozens. So, Jesus... He was Jesus. This means the Bible is the true word of God. That means anybody that is not considering thoroughly their Bible is not doing the right thing. The truth is in your Bible. God has marked it for you, for us, so we could see and know the truth is here. And we need to know and search it so we can live that truth. God bless you all and you have a wonderful night.